This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Our time is 10 minutes after 2 o'clock. Welcome to the last hour of the Power Zone on Power 98.7. Uh, we're going into this hour with Zano as our guest uh, this morning uh, between now and 2.30 where we're getting candid uh, with the designer here, a creative of note. Uh, when you look at the work that he's done over time, uh, you know, globe trotting as well. Uh, we've seen this work uh, taking him and pushing him uh, there uh, here at home. Uh, the essay Fashion Week uh, feature there and someone that has also been you know on GQ the coolest under 35 uh, you know there by GQ one person uh, that really really when you look at his clothes you'd say tailor-made indeed <laughs> that is scotch uh, for you so I have Zanozuko Siteto uh, who's joining us on the line uh, this morning on the uh, power zone as we get candid uh, this Thursday morning so we are on 0861-987-000 for those that want to join in uh, this morning where this conversation is concerned. Are we also there by X, uh, social media? We go by at uh, power987 uh, and then uh, we're rallying behind uh, the hashtag powerzone this morning. Now I am at katlerodi underscore. Uh, let's go there on X and rally behind uh, the hashtag powerzone uh, this morning. Zano, good morning. Welcome to the show. Sir, good morning. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, thank you very much, man, for giving us uh, your time uh, this morning. And as I was going through, uh, you know, your work, and I was like, wow, man, this guy has been around. And when you look <laughs> at it, uh, he's done a lot of amazing work uh, where uh, this space is concerned. A creative uh, of note. How, how did it come, up, come about, Zano? Did you stumble upon this industry or you've always been one person uh, from a tender age who loved clothes and you, you know, automatically found yourself uh, in this space take us through the journey um well i think well when i look back now probably when i was a kid i was always been a creative um, um but it's only way way later into probably a good three four four five years of the metric that i stumbled across it um initially i wanted to study architecture uh, um but my grades were not too good <laughs> um so I got into a learnership with Liberty Life. I did about a year, two years um, with insurance. And then things didn't go so well for me. Um, I didn't like the job at all, actually. Mm-hmm. So I resigned um, and went back to the Eastern Cape. It was in my time when I was in the Eastern Cape that I came across fashion. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't go to a fashion school because it was very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my parents were not really about the idea of me studying fashion then. So um, I just basically started teaching myself how to sew. And then a couple of years down the line, I became quite good at it mm. um, and entered a couple of competitions, which I won. And that's how my fashion career really kickstarted. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at it, I mean, uh, I think it, there's more uh, to one and the, the hunger and the thirst uh, is just differently uh, when you're one person that has been in a career space and you're like, uh-uh, this is not for me. Not it. And immediately yeah. when you start finding yourself, you just put in the work uh, to ensure yeah. that it doesn't actually fall. Uh, you don't actually find yourself uh, moving into that whole space uh, as well. And, uh, and I must say, I mean, when you look at it, you wanted to be an architect. 
architect, it didn't yes. really fall far off because you're an architect oh, in your true. own way because you are designing clothes <laughs> now. You know what I mean? So it's not the that's traditional true. architecture that people really would be. I'm a clothing architect. Yeah, you see what I mean? So, so it really, really worked in your favor uh, in a way. Yeah. And we see really, uh, you know, doors being opened for you, showcasing at the SA Fashion Week as well, and just moving uh, into this particular space in this regard. Just let us in on how important uh, it is for one to really uh, find themselves joining talent search shows and uh, finding themselves Uh at a young age being involved, putting themselves in these spaces uh, so that your craft really is shaped and sharpened and you're able to really move, you know, more or less mingle with these people and doors Mm -hmm. just tend to open Mm -hmm. in this uh, particular regard. I tend to find uh, that the work that AFI has been doing uh, with the Fashion Week as well, uh, you know, Precious Muloy Mutsipa and what has been happening over time, it has uh, Mm -hmm. really pushed and crafted a whole lot of young people uh, into this space and positioned them uh, for the globe, really. Yeah. Um. I think when, when we look at SE Fashion Week and Africa Fashion International, mm. uh, it largely depends on what type of brand you want to build. Mm. Um, and do you want to build uh, like a Louis Vuitton, a Prada, or do you want to just make money out of it? Is it really like an artist passion or is it like a business business out of it? Um, mm. And um, SA Fashion Week really gives you the platform to really establish your brand as a reputable brand, um, as a ready-to-wear brand. Um, and then AFI has more access to, I think, more access to the South African industry mm. uh, based on the type of shows that they do. Um, and I think it solidifies your brand when you actually showcase showcase at, um, at, at such platforms, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, when you look at it, it then becomes important for you to position yourself uh, for the globe because I guess uh, when you're designing here, uh, you would want uh, your uh, designs to also find meaning in the US and other artists and yeah, marks and other people uh, saying that I sourced, I'm wearing, uh, you know, as I know, I'm wearing a scorch, uh, you know, from yeah. South Africa. This is a brand that is uh, proudly South African made in South Africa. And we tend to see also all of these other developments uh, like recent here at home uh, we had Agoa right uh, that is trying to push uh, more entrepreneurs into other markets outside of South Africa outside of Africa uh, as well so really being international ready uh, becomes very important for each and everyone here that's true I wanted to also then find out uh, from you then, Zano, uh, was it intentional that uh, you would want to stick then uh, to men fashion wear and not go into (laughs) women and not go into kids? I mean, one could say that, I know, man, you know, as long as I'm able to sew, as long as I'm there by the machine, I'm able to design uh, that, uh, you know, suit, I can minimize it and turn it into a kiddie suit and and the likes. Mm. Uh, Do we see you just uh, deciding uh, intentionally to say I'm sticking with men's wear uh, and, and I'm yeah. going to be intentional about it uh, so I don't get to confuse my audience here. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, when I, I started off, um, I was very intentional about what I really wanted to do, but I also looked at my strength as a, as a creative. Uh, when I looked at uh, female gear and kids' gear, it yeah. <laughs> looked a bit very complex for me yeah. um, to put together. Um, so I just solely focused on on making menswear, but also how I learned how to make 
clothes was through men's I you know, I would go up to thrift shops and buy like old suits and old jackets and tear them apart and really construct them. So I think that kind of like really instilled the passion for menswear. Um, and I kind of like stuck to it for a couple of years. It's only now that I'm starting to um, have a bit more interest in, um, in female gear. Yeah. And because menswear is more, is more rigid, is more structured. Yeah. And I loved the, the, the tailoring and the bespoke uh, process behind uh, making the, the suits. You know, um, and it was also an idea of let me take one thing, become really, really good at it, do my 10,000 10, hours of it. Um, and once I have perfected that, then I can start to um, get into other forms of fashion design. Um, so it was intentional, it was very intentional. Even now, I probably spend a good 90% of my research time really following about uh, menswear trends, reading up uh, and watching a lot of documentary documentaries on menswear um, and if I do dabble into female gear it's mostly me making suits or clothes um, or more structured you know looks uh, for women uh, maybe in a couple of years <laughs> I'll get to to that stage where I'm super comfortable with my craft and really get into making Kiri's way and leisure way. Yeah. Look, the world is definitely your oyster. I mean, when I look at, uh, and I was doing research around the work that you've done here, I've seen that I've picked it up that you're a multi skilled individual. All right. So <laughs> when you look at it, it won't be that hard for you to crack this code. Get it. This is Kiri's code. And, you know, so I mean, I see. Thank you, you for the vote of confidence. Yeah. So, so it, it is your oyster. Consider it, uh, you know, be as versatile, spread your wings as much as you can. Uh, you may find you so that much, now, sir. man, uh, you know, you are who we've been waiting for uh, in this female uh, design and whatnot <laughs> space. Uh, so let, let's <laughs> take up, uh, that opportunity. But I also wanted to find out from you, uh, what, what makes you happy? Uh, is it uh, just maybe finishing uh, the design and seeing it there yeah. and like, wow, uh, this is me? Or it's mm. seeing Katlero wearing your, your design mm. and, and, and proudly saying, I'm wearing Scorch. And that yeah, maybe yeah. probably says it says to you that wow you've really achieved what you wanted uh, to achieve. If indeed we can say something yeah. leaves you with a pure heart, uh, what yeah. is it? Is it the finishing? Is it the design there? Is it it being yeah. you know multiplied? It being out there? Or what what really say makes you happy? Um, well, that's that's a very good question that um, I've had you know, um, over over a couple of years, mm. and I guess different designers get a different kick you know, from, from fashion. Um, I, I, I really love the entire process of making the suits from choosing the fabric um, to constructing it to, um, to the fittings. But I think the greatest joy I get is when a client who walked in pretty sad or with a, with a, with a, with a, with a somber character um, and then he gets his suit. And I think the joy, the excitement, the fulfillment, the confidence that I see in his eyes and the, in his eyes and the aura that I really pick up from the client. I think that, you know, gives me like super, super joy. And I mean, like I've, I've had, I've been honored to really showcase it at one of the largest platforms in South Africa, if not Africa. Um, but it's nothing, nothing, it comes nothing close to when you make something for a client and they're so, so, so super satisfied. Um, and then you just see the beam of joy in their eyes and, I think that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, and and I'd link it. I think we, we, we all have 
different interests in life. Um, and we all are gifted differently, you know, um, and the talent that I have to be able to have such a positive impact on someone's character, you know, and someone's emotions, I really cherish that. Um, and that's, that's, that's far important more than anything. And I know in the future I'll probably showcase like a Paris Fashion Week or New York Fashion Week, um, but I don't think it will come anything close to the amount of um, joy that I see when a client wears my suit and they're like super satisfied. Yeah, yeah that's because you're authentic, right? And like you don't, it's, you. it's not a, you didn't go into this <laughs> to be famous. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Where you get yeah, people yeah. saying that, ah, man, it's done. Oh, mass production. Lovely. Ding, the money's in. Oh, amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's yeah, that thing, true. this authenticity uh, to your approach and what you do. And, and that really uh, sees one stand the test of time. But I also wanted to find out, uh, in terms of this space, uh, where are we uh, as South Africa right now? Are we seeing uh, people supporting, uh, you know, tailor-made clothes? Uh, do we find uh, this market really booming? Or it's only a few, you know, it's like freelance work where one moment, you know, there's a, a lot uh, happening at the same time. Uh, but then sometimes it's dry because people are not uh, coming in in their numbers yeah. here to get uh, the clothes. And also... So when you look at it, would you say uh, we are still at that point whereby someone would opt to, you know, more or less support a, a Visage or, a, you know, mm. or a Louis Vuitton and all of these mm. other international brands as to mm. compare to uh, buying local? local yeah. uh, do we still yeah. need to uh, close that gap here so that our uh, creatives here at home also are able yeah. to fend for themselves? Where, where are we? Yeah. Um, well, when I got into the industry, um, well, over 10 years ago, mm-hmm. there were not many um, bespoke um, tailors in South Africa. So the industry was, was quite fluid then. Um, and there were only a couple of us really making good suits. Mm-hmm. And I think for the next couple of years then, there was an intest- what international boom of um, slim fit suits. Mm-hmm. You know, so everyone kind of like wanted a suit tailored for them which is really great. And I guess we, we pioneered and inspired um, a lot of other guys to really get in the space. So five years ago, you had like a really hectic boom of people really getting in the business mm-hmm. and most of them were not even tailors, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it was, it was, it was good um, to, for us to really open up that entrepreneurship space. Um, and we have really uh, kind of like raised the bar in terms of the quality of the clothes that we make. Um, but I think the biggest challenge now is the, where we buy the fabrics. Yeah. You'd find that you buy a fabric for a client um, for a certain suit that they wanted specifically made for themselves. Um, and then <laughs> a small street, they have exactly the same, the same, suit, the same fabric. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because where they make the fabrics is where they make suits, like in, in Turkey or China. So mm-hmm. by the time the fabric gets here, small trees also have it, you know. Um, but, I, but I think the guys that have been there for the longest time now have been able to really go to the source of where the fabric is made. So your, your Italy's where your Zenias and your Louis Vuitton have their fabrics done. And you can actually order the fabric there and have it in South Africa. And the guys have really pushed the bar in terms of the quality. Um, and I think this is a perfect time for, for South Africans to support South African-made products um, and to be really proud of South African-made products. And I think our quality is really, really, really 
um, and that level. As much as we do not have enough bespoke designers um, or tailors, people that really, really know the arts and the craft of the work, um, but I think we are at that level internationally where we can um, almost be on par with them in terms of the craftsmanship, in terms of uh, running the, the fashion brands, in terms of showcasing the fashion week. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, that's how I think. Yeah, do do we see then a boom? Uh, are we supporting you guys? You know, as local designers here, yeah. as South Africans, are, are we buying into what you are selling here? And how 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 is it? Do I have to go into this? Uh, you know, more or less having to keep in mind over the fact that some days are not like the others. Oh uh, yeah, you really need to take this into consideration. Um. Well, the the seasons. Um, from August to, to March, that's usually when most events are your weddings, mm-hmm. your ceremonies, your graduations. Um, and um, sorry, please replace the question, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I was asking yeah. about, uh, you know, in terms of us as, as South Africans, uh, are we supportive of, uh, you know, the work that you're doing? And also oh, yes. with, with those that are coming into this space, would you say to them that you need to come into this space knowing that days are different, that there may be other days whereby the business is booming and there may be other mm. days whereby yeah. you know, things are not moving the way that you would have expected them to? Yes, yes. Uh, I think, well, currently it's quite a lucrative industry. Um, mm. We've seen quite a, a large influx of uh, young designers really getting into it. Um, and it's not well, it's not always lucrative throughout the year. There's quiet times um, within there, but it's a really booming industry, especially for the, for the kids that actually went and studied uh, fashion and then started business. And then they, they are able to really structure um, their companies throughout the year that they would have products that they know in a certain season they sell, when that season is gone, they have other products that um, they really put in the industry. So yes, I would encourage anyone who's got super keen interest and passion and patience um, to really get in the industry as much as it can be a bit tricky mm. uh, the first couple of years. But once you um, your, your your feet are firmly um, rooted. I think people can can really do well in this space. Yeah, yeah. I love I love your honesty where the passion and patience uh, is concerned, <laughs> uh, because you. Uh, you know more or less when you look at it, someone by just uh, from the outside, it may look as if ah, it's an easy one. You know, I get yep. in there and then there's a yeah. ramp and then I would be showcasing. <laughs> and I've had a lot of people really getting in and thinking, yeah. oh no, Sano is doing it. Ah, oh, this is the easy yeah. thing. Let me try it. And then a year or two down the line, even a couple of months, and they're like, oh, yeah, shucks. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for everyone. Yeah. You have to put in the work, right? Uh, so of course. To ensure at least that you stand uh, the test of time. But how has uh, Scorch been doing? And, and, and maybe give us a sense of, of why is Scorch. You know, I'm trying to like I look at your name, Zano Zuko Siteto, and I'm like, Scorch, Zano. Exactly. You know what I mean? So how, how does it uh, come about? And I think you're also creative in your scorch because it's a with a k uh, there's a z there (laughs) so let us in on on, on this name Um, and how he's doing so far i wanted a name that has an international appeal um and i didn't want you to look at the name and think africa i didn't want you to look at the name and think south africa i didn't want you to look at the name and think paris Mm. i wanted you to have a look at the name and think class and think international Mm. um and when I started the brand, well, when my interest in passion started, I loved cotton uh, plates, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and while we were trying to, because I started with two guys back then, 
So while we were trying to uh, come up with the name, someone said, like, Scotch, Scotch, why don't we call it Scotch? You know, and then I went home and I really thought about it. I'm like, wow, it's got a very nice sound to it. You know, I was like, okay, cool. I can't spell it S-C-O-T-C-H. Because you're either going to think Scotch whiskey, you're going to think Scotland. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, cool. How do we make it international? Um, hence, throwing in the K and the R. And because my name starts with Zano, and I'm like, okay, cool. Let's throw in a Z, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's um, then, classy. It's classy as hell. I, I mean, when I, when I was looking at it, I'm like, it, it also has that French feel to it. So yeah, you may think, yeah, hey, no, maybe this yeah, is an Italiano yeah. a kind of yeah. a brand, but you find that yeah. proudly uh, South African. I'm sold. You know what I mean? You uh, did Thank well. You. I, I bet you, you if it was you. Zano, maybe you wouldn't be where you are. <laughs> <laughs> People were not buying to that brand. <laughs> so, but I also wanted to make it yeah. like super inclusive. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 I mean, like, I, I, I strongly believe in myself, but I wanted it to be something that people can aspire to wear, something that uh, people can relate to, but also something that can outlive me, mm-hmm. you know, um, something that can become a legacy. And that I think God has been good on so many levels mm-hmm. where he's elevated the brand um, into international Heights and as much as they've been, you know, a bit of couple of years of really, really struggling, yeah. um, but then I'm like super hopeful, super, super, super patient with the brand in terms of uh, really doing, doing well in South Africa and Africa, and then um, in the world in the years to come. Yeah, yeah. I remember uh, uh, passion and patience. Uh, that's from <laughs> you. So, <laughs> so I, I guess you. you know, uh, like you say, uh, seasons are not the same. Uh, there'll be those oh. times whereby uh, you know you're booming and things are moving, uh, but then there'll also be time where you have to like maybe make a consideration of the fact that ah man, there'll be times whereby there's a little bit of a slowdown of some sort, uh, but oh, then yeah. things are just eventually course, yeah. uh, pick up. But but then how, how mm. is it doing? And also where to from here? Uh, where Scotch is concerned? Yeah. Uh, what what are you uh, hoping for the brand to achieve uh, beyond where we are uh, right now? I mean, you've yeah, already yeah. achieved a lot, uh, according to me. <laughs> I try. But thank this you. is just the beginning. <laughs> I, I would like to believe, you know. Uh, so you. so so yeah. As we close, man, man. Uh, where to from here? How, how is it doing? Is it well received? And and where to from here? Where Scotch is concerned? Yeah. Well, uh, I think like most businesses in South Africa, we took quite a hit um, during lockdown, COVID, yeah, COVID um, and uh, to such an extent that I actually had to go back uh, to the ACNK for like two years because um, the uh, business was doing really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but we recently came back to Joburg and we're rebuilding it. Um, and But the, I think the beauty about being a creative, when you take time off, you kind of like open yourself up to more really feeling and more ideas, more inspiration. Yeah. And then there was a the beauty about home. So I got into like a, a year course studying film. Um, I got to travel a bit, you know, um, and I recently just had like an interest in fashion and telling African stories through African eyes. Um, and I think that is, that is the direction. I think that's the part I really want to go. How do I fuse fashion yeah. um, and tell the African story through, through an African? Because you have a lot of international brands coming and feeding off our, our culture and our experiences and selling it to the world. Um, and I think it will be so beautifully dope for a South African to take a story from the East India, from the coastal land, um, and tell it to the world. And I mean, like, fashion is, is, not, is less about design, but more about storytelling, mm. you know, how people, how do people relate to this, you know? Mm. Um, I can't say, 
what fashion is going to be like in the next five years. Yeah. But if I have a beautiful storyline, I can pretty much put any fashion um, item into, in, into my story. So I think you will see more fashion weeks and you'll definitely yeah. see more fashion film documentaries. Yeah. Um, you'll definitely see me more in the forefront in terms of um, curating the narrative about my brand. I think a lot of times um, as, as designers, we leave a lot of things to chance. Mm. Um, but I want to be like really, really super intentional in terms of how the brand is received. Um, and I mean, like I've been really fortunate to just um, a lot of celebrities in South Africa. Mm. Um, and they were like really, really loving and passionate about the brand. Um, but now I want to get into a more structured, more intentional um more 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 curated you know um approach about my brand um so yeah yeah i, I think that's that's mm. that's the goal i can't say we're gonna have a store in Santon in the next <laughs> i don't year or so but the idea is to own a mansion one day where yeah. everything there is scotch you can come in and have a drink you can come in and um have your meetings you can come in and have your haircut you can come in for a spa treatment you can come in and have your car washed while your suit is being tailored you know like an entire 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 squash ecosystem you know like a lifestyle i think that's 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 where i want to do and also what what i want to do and also because of my past experiences i think mental health is like a super important thing um and we've done it previously where men come and really open up to a tailor because the tailor is almost like best friends, you know, um, and I want to, I want to open up that, that platform where people come to Scotland if like, hey, dude, I'm going to one, two, three. Um, I'm like, okay, cool. Here's a psychologist or here's this, here's a gentleman's club. Let's chill and talk, you know. Um, so I think that's, that's pretty much more, more the idea than the clothes itself, mm-hmm. but to create an, an entire Scotch ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah, man. We wish you everything of the best. Uh, I know. I mean, really, it's your oyster. Like I said, the world and uh, this hub, this ecosystem. Uh, let's put it out there. It will come a reality. Uh, let's put in the work, uh, like you always say. You're passionate about, uh, you know, really storytelling, inspiration, innovation, and all of this fused in one uh, would just tend to create something very beautiful. Where the Scorch brand is concerned, we're hoping that in years to come, thirty years later, we'll be seeing Scorch also still there uh, you know and you're still pushing uh, as much as you can but how do we follow your work Uh, I just followed you on X how do people follow your work Uh, you know for those that maybe probably uh, would want to see more are you on Instagram where we can see your designs is there a website are you on X Uh, how do we really follow your work thank you Um, well on on Instagram it's Zano underscore Siteto on X uh, Zano underscore Siteto Facebook uh, my personal account is Zano Citeto. Um, the business account is Scorch, S-K-O-R-Z-C-H. And um, on my WhatsApp, it's 068-187-1212. 068-187-1212. And I hope that one day you'll be able to follow me on TV too. So Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it out there, man. Uh, really, uh, Zano, it has been an absolute pleasure uh, speaking to you. And really, I love your energy. I love the fact that you so uh, you're much. one person that is vibrant and you love uh, what you're doing as a creative as well. Uh, we'll continue supporting you, uh, you know, Thank here. You so and uh, yeah, do reach out when you have something that is happening that is groundbreaking Certainly or anything so. else that you, you want us to put out there. Uh, just do Thank reach you. out. 
so that we can put you out there. And I'm sure, uh, you know, our listeners as well right now, they're just trying to check you out and they'll follow your work. And hopefully uh, we'll see the business just t- turning to boom and us getting uh, the best out of you so uh, in terms of so uh, the work that you do. But really, really appreciate you giving us your time this morning. Thank you so much. Sir. Such a pleasure. Yeah. Enjoy the rest of your day. And yeah, please don't Thank be a stranger. You. Let's talk soon. <laughs> Thank you so much, eh? Thank you. Shab, shab. Zano Siteto coming through there as a creative director. He's a tailor, founder of Scorch. It's spelled S-K-O-R-Z-H. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.